Daryl Gray is one of the kindest people I know. He's a young entrepreneur who is very driven and also very transparent about his process. His company, it's called DG Visionaries, and it's his videography and wedding DJ business. Fun fact number one, Daryl has shot some music videos. And fun fact number two, he used to work in TV news as a photographer and an editor. But Daryl left that life, putting his time, his money, and his confidence into a path that's always been his calling. So Daryl, you and I have known each other for a, a little while, uh, a yes. couple years, a few years, and you have always been just a really light, fun, happy, positive, and motivated person. So that is one reason why I definitely wanted to ask you on my podcast. Oh, I appreciate that so much, Kim. It, it means a lot. I can actually pinpoint the exact day. August 15, 2018 is when I first started at WNDU. And I probably met you a week or so before that during the interview, but you were always one of those people who had good energy and was always fun to be around. So it, it definitely wasn't the same after you left, but it, it was, um, I'm definitely glad your career is progressing. It looked like it was the right decision for you. Yeah. And, and what you're doing now seems to be the right decision for you, which is exactly why we're talking. But I, but I do want to thank you yeah. for that. It's crazy how you know the, the exact date, but I guess that was the error. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too hard to remember. Yeah. Not too hard to remember when you start. And I guess for, for folks who, for folks who don't know, WNDU is the NBC station in Indiana where Daryl and I used to work together. I left, um, and when did I leave? 2019? Yeah, it was after I've been there for a year, some sometime in 2019. Yeah, and you decided to leave when? In 2020, in August 2020, two years to the date that I started. Um, one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make because the news station was honestly a lot of fun. It had its days where you just hate going into work but for the most part. The, you know, Trisha and Josh, Don, and I don't want to name drop everybody, but the whole majority <laughs> of the uh, crew that worked at that news station was really fun. But um, yeah, I decided that I wanted to just move to a new city um, and just kind of get out of Michiana and see what else, you know, life had in store for me. The news station was fun, but I never saw myself going into news. I never took any news classes in college. And so being a filmmaker and being able to document stories was the biggest draw that the news station had for me. And um, and then once I got that experience and just kind of saw that I can just keep doing that for 20 years or I can just take a detour, see if this route works out. If it doesn't, I can always go back. Kind of gave me the confidence to make the jump. but. Um, yeah, shout out. It was a, a great couple of years there and I definitely don't regret the experience. It's, um, it was great. You decided to leave just because you wanted to explore something new, not because you were unhappy, but because no. you just said, Hey, this was a good part of my life, but I, I want to try something different. What was that moment like? Was it, was it hard to make that choice or, or really difficult to make that choice? Well, I guess it wasn't too hard to make that choice because I had a definite end date in mind because some jobs you don't really have a, a contract. So it's not like, hey, for two years, this is your start date, this is your end date. You can decide whether you want to renew. And I guess if we even want to want you to stay around um, to begin with. And so it was 
kind of helped out because I was able to prepare. It's like, okay, I know this is the date. And I told myself I was going to kind of treat this as a grad school type of experience, you know, be able to get some real world hands-on shooting and editing and just, you know, see what it's like to, to actually have a real job for a change. Uh-huh. <laughs> a real job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have my best friend of mine, his name is Adrian, and we've known each other since we were 14 years old in high school. And he goes to IUPUI in Indianapolis, and he basically said, hey, like, um, you should move down here. There's a lot more opportunities in Indianapolis, a lot more bigger news stations and marketing agencies and just different kind of people that can possibly help you if you decide to just do your own business and not work at all. And um, and so him and uh, two of my other friends, one my cousin and one, um, his name's Tevin. Um, I grew up with them as well. So just me and three other guys that I've known from Elkhart and our hometown who all live in Indy. And we just basically found the spot and had a group chat. And it, it was set in stone. There was just like, all right, Daryl, you're coming down with us. It's going to be a good time. And you, you're good at what you do. I mean, you'll be able to find a job. And um and I was still young and I figured, why not? I, I can always go back home because I mean, home is home and they'll, they'll take me. So let's, let's just, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll take me. <laughs> yeah, they'll take me, but I want to see if I'm, you know, um, the, if I had enough confidence to get outside of my comfort zone and try something new. So it was just also just um, a challenge that I gave myself to see if I was willing to, you know, break the mode a little bit, get out the routine. Yeah, and see, yeah. Uh, and see how I went. And so that, that's what I decided to do. And and I love what you said, the word confidence. You had mm-hmm. enough confidence to step out of the mold and see if you would sink or swim. Exactly. And to you, what does what does having confidence really mean? Because yeah, you have that support of your friends and stuff, but even if you didn't, it sounds like you yourself had enough confidence that you should at least or you could at least succeed in some fashion if you moved along. Yeah. And I just think confidence comes from being good at, you know, your craft or just having a lot of um, um, a good viewpoint on a good outlook on yourself. I mean, a good positive viewpoint of yourself as a good way that I want to put it, because that's what it was. It wasn't like I was working at the news station and decided to just quit and just see if I could, you know, sink or swim. It wasn't cold turkey type of thing. But as I was working on um, working at the news station, I was also working on my own business. So um, basically, I, I started DG Visionaries LLC. And that was a project that I've honestly been working on since I was in middle school. I've always kind of been oh, wow. real. Yeah, I used to, it, it started off as like slime time productions and it had a couple other, like just plain reckless little names that I- Hold on, is it, did you, is it slime time because of Nickelodeon or something? No, so slime <laughs> D was my nickname in high school. A little Wait, what, what was it? What was it? it? Slimy D. They called me Slimy D in high school. That was a nickname <laughs> that I earned. I'm just not 100% sure, but it's how I um, how it stuck around. But apparently I was looking pretty slimy when I was doing <laughs> football practice one day. It was just like, the way you're moving and hitting those, um, those bags just looks real slimy today. And I guess it had a ring to it. And I kind of picked it up and accepted it. So that was okay. my nickname. They was like, what's up, slime? So I kind of took that. <laughs> Um, try to say, okay, maybe I can start Slime Time Productions, a little movie studio or um, independent. 
I love that. I've always been playing around with the idea. I mean, ever since, like I said, middle school, I've been hustling, like making music videos and little class projects. I was a go-to guy, like, hey, um, my government class, we have to make this little video for a project. And I know you're good with video cameras and that kind of thing. Can you make it for me? I'm like, yeah, $20, you can make it work. Right, right, right. You better run that money, but I'll do it for you. Exactly, right. If you make it worth my while, I'll make sure that um, you get a good return on investment. Exactly. And so I just fast forward to working at the news station nine to five, I would show up and I would, you know, go cover stories and edit and do that thing. And then once I got off of work, I would be working on like a commercial for one of the local businesses, or I'd be working on a music video and just kind of um, outside of work, working on my business plan and working on what I wanted to do on my own, because I always kind of knew that, um, I had this drive to be an entrepreneur and kind of take life into my own hands. And just um, basically working at the news station allowed me to put in the hours and put into the focus. So when I did decide to make the transition, once my um, contract ended, I kind of put myself in a position to kind of really take the extra time to, to grow my business and grow what I wanted to do um, outside of news. So it, okay. was, um, it was a lot of hard work and it was intentional, but it was because of the foundation I built. You know, I got an LLC and then I kind of got some connections and relationship with local businesses and really started marketing myself to um, couples who are looking to get married um, because. OK, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before we get too far into that, before because you, you give me everything I need. I love it. This is your elevator pitch, like right there. <laughs> I, I'm going to do a little intro and let people know what, what your business is and everything, but yes. I want you to describe uh, what you do really quickly with DG Visionaries. What is all of that real quick? Absolutely. And my DG Visionaries elevator pitch is DG Visionaries is um, the business that I started. And the main purpose of it is to turn visions into reality through sight and sound. Um, sight and sound is just the two kind of, um, senses that I in particular really um, like, um, yeah, those two senses are really what I like um, doing <laughs> basically because when it comes to sight, that's just video production. I just love creating memories. And that was the biggest um, thing that I enjoyed about working at the news station, which is telling these stories and being a documentarian because I want to be able to create projects that people can look back on 10, 15, 20 years from now and just remember the day we shot it, remember the experience of the story that they told. And so being able to do that to couples during their wedding day, being able to do that for people who, artists who make music, being able to make music videos for them, being able to, you know, do interviews and different corporate um, videos is, um, it's one of the big things. That's one side of it. And then the, the, the sound part of the business is the mobile DJ aspect. And that's a whole nother story basically um, that I got into doing while I was in college. And so, and that's really been taken off because weddings are just one of the, the most fun experiences that I think a person can have in their lives. So being able to do that for a career is a huge blessing and that's really taken off. And so just from at the news station, I just saved up, you know, my checks every other week and then put that money towards equipment. I was just emptying my bank account for, for new cameras and emptying my bank account for DJ equipment, all um, just because I knew I needed to invest in myself in order to give, you know, the couples and the clients I worked with the, the best product. So it was definitely um, intentional. 
Dude, so, so your company does video production, you're a mobile DJ, and an, an, an MC. Yes. Um, DG Visionaries is pretty much my life. Like everything that I do um, and as part of business is this kind of defines who I am as a person. Like I love music. I love videos. Yeah, love, exactly. Um, being a visionary because that that's what it is. It's basically DG is named after myself because it's just a way for me to kind of make a career out of what I enjoy doing, like literally my life. And then the visionaries are just the people I work with because it, it's more than just DG. I believe that, um, you know, my contractors and even the people I work with, you're a visionary. You have a story to tell. Let, let us help you tell that story. It can be at any point in your life when you just say, hey, I kind of want to make this change and mm-hmm. I and I'm just going to go all in. And the fact that you said, you know, you saved up your checks, every other check, you emptied yeah. your bank account to really make sure that you put everything, put your all into making this happen. I think that that might be something that some folks are a little afraid to do. Do you mm-hmm. have advice for people who might say, well, I do have bills. I do have other expenses. I don't know if emptying my bank account is good, but maybe I don't know how to do this. Yeah, that, that's. Um, I listen to a lot of business podcasts. Uh, side note, I didn't take any business classes in college or have like a business mentor that I paid for advice. I don't think you really need that. All you need is a passion and, and something that um, you're able to provide for people that they want to buy from you. And my um, my advice for you, there, there's a, a term called bootstrapping. And bootstrapping is basically um, raising money in order to get your business off of the ground. And some people like me, they didn't want to go into debt for it. So they just, you know, saved up and emptied their bank account. Other people honestly put the entire business on credit cards, cross your fingers and hope that it works out. And a lot of people don't realize this, but a majority of businesses don't really make a profit, you know, until a couple years after they started. So if right, you go into it, yeah, if you go into it thinking that you're going to get rich quick, I mean, good luck, because those kind of things are few and far in between. But that's kind of what, what life is. It's just it is a risk. And I won't call it a gamble, because if you believe in yourself, and you believe, OK, if I'm willing to make this investment, you also have to kind of write it down on paper so you can see how long it'll take for it to pay off. For example, if you're going, if you have bills and you really feel like, okay, I can't afford to do this right now, I would just advise you to take little baby steps and see where you can do. Like, for example, with your podcast, maybe it's not going to be a cash flow right off the bat, but if you just start a few episodes and then, you know, you start with a little tiny snowball and you keep on pushing it up the hill and it'll grow and get you <laughs> along the way. Um, that's the exactly. best advice I can give. And um, so, yeah, if you have bills, definitely don't neglect those. But if you feel like, hey, if I put this money down and two months later, I'll be able to get it back, I would consider going through the struggle and getting through the tunnel because there's light on the other side if you're um because the best investment you can make on is on yourself and and how old are you daryl for people who might be yes. wondering <laughs> i'm a quarter of the way through life i'm 25 right now <laughs> and you're 25 you started this business well you started planning this business when you were in middle school basically yeah basically. how 
how long has it been since you were official? How many years, how many months has DG Visionaries been official? It has been official. Honestly, we celebrated our one year anniversary, I think on the 12th, I believe. This was DG Visionaries and getting my LLC was actually a New Year's resolution. This is something that I thought about all in 2019 and in 2020, literally in January, just like, all right, let's, let's knock those resolutions out. And I just got okay. an LLC. And um, so, yeah, when it comes to getting like getting that, that's what I love about, you know, I think I was born in the right time because we're in the age of information. You can literally get on Google, type how to get an LLC and you can find YouTube videos and a bunch of articles and it doesn't take too much to get up and running. Um, just um, a little bit of research and um, and putting yourself out there. So tell me about your I guess, most fun wedding that you've covered or maybe the most fun video shoot that you've done? Um, the most fun wedding I've ever had was probably um, back when I was just starting out in 2018. It was in Fort Wayne. It was at this venue called The Embassy. And they were a pretty well-off family. I think he was like going to school to get his doctorate in neuroscience and his wife was a nurse or something. And um, it was just a really nice, you know, black tie event. Everyone was just decked out in like Gucci suits and these Ew. like Louis Vuitton dresses. Like it was, it was a sight. It, like, it was fancy, fancy. Like I, I'm thinking, I'm the DJ for the Great Gatsby, like Jay Gatsby himself. <laughs> um, but long story short, we're playing music in the ballroom. You know, it's pretty typically how it goes. But the weather was really nice that day. And some people were just being let out on the balcony up top of the venue. And they were just like, hey, some people are hanging up top. And, you know, it's fun being in here. But you think you can set up, you know, on the balcony and you can play music and hang out up there. And I was like, oh, no, I never really, you know, broke down my setup. And, you know, we set up again in a different area of the venue but long story short i just tear down we set up upstairs on the balcony everybody comes up on a rooftop so it's overlooking fort wayne it's like in the heart of downtown you see the tin cap stadium and you see a bunch of different locations you know from below and everyone's on the rooftop having a time in their life like we're listening to shout september and the family's doing um you know dances together they're doing a conga line and okay. it was just an all-around good time just the vibes was right it's sunny out no clouds in the sky the whole family there's 300 of us on this balcony and drinks are going music is playing and everyone's just having a time in their lives that sounds like a lot of fun it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's like a dream job. And that's one of the things that happens when you just bet on yourself and you just put yourself in these positions. I mean, I just really feel like it manifested. I um, I mean, last year when I left at the news station, I only had like, I've had five weddings booked. And then once I left, they turned into 16 weddings. And then now for this year, like I pretty much laid out my 2021 because I booked over 40 weddings um all this spring summer fall and it okay. just it, it, yeah it's just like one, once one door closed another one open like i can't explain it i just like i i um just try to put myself out there and get myself in front of the the couples and just try to you know explain to them why i do it but i think they just really see my passion and the energy and it just worked out i think that's amazing and i also wanted to know you have 2021 booked up, but how has COVID, how has the coronavirus, how has this entire pandemic kind of impacted that? Because you got 40 is a, is a good number, especially during a pandemic. 
it was scary. I thought that I was going to have to refund a majority of my couples. And I was honestly only at the mercy of the, the government and whether or not they allowed large gatherings. I know personally, I, um, I, I told myself that if there's going to be a pandemic, um, I, it just sucks because of, you know, it's a pandemic. I mean, what can you do? And so basically what I did was they pretty much limited most of the weddings I did was definitely well under 200 guests. I think the average was about 75, just over 50. And it was a good variation. Now on my end, I usually just set up in the back and I talk on a mic anyway. So it's not like I got to get up in people's faces, but I definitely saw both sides of, you know, the wedding and how people kind of view the virus that took the seriousness of it. And so some weddings, they literally took pictures and masks and, you know, people danced, but they kind of kept their distance. And it was, you know, everyone was looking out for each other. And then there were some weddings. I mean, you, you probably know it was no hose bar. I mean, they, they were like Corona who, and so no mask, they just hugging and kissing, dancing and pretending that, you know, life was as popping as it was, you know, in the 2010s, you know, nothing happened. So, yeah, it, it's been weird, but they, they've been going on. And so I'm just fingers crossed that, you know, people get themselves vaccinated. We get this thing under control because with so many weddings this year, if we have another shutdown, things could get shaky. Um, but I just I'm confident we'll be OK and I'm just willing to reschedule if we have to. Now, one thing I do want to ask also is when you were starting your business, Uh huh. Was there a point where it was just maybe you thought about giving up or just a point where you were unsure about your next step? Yeah, um, there's always going to be a sense of uncertainty. And I guess there was I never thought about giving up because that's the nature of weddings. They book so far in advance that it's kind of like, okay, I know what I'm doing you know, a couple months down the road. So it always gave me something to look forward to. Like, for example, I kind of how I did my hustle was when I first, you know, got into the business. I didn't have my equipment right away, but the bridal show was in January. So I got my LLC. I went to the bridal shows. I had no equipment. And so I basically just had to hustle. I booked the weddings and knowing that the weddings were booked and I had to fill in the gaps, I actually had to get the equipment so I could do the wedding. So just the nature of just kind of how the business is structured itself. Each wedding to me is like a goal. So I book a wedding and then there's a goal. And um, what do I have to do between the time that I booked it until the actual wedding day? Um, what steps do I have to take in order to make sure everything's ready to go? And so literally what motivated me was the fact that little by little, it didn't happen every week or maybe, you know, some months I didn't get zero bookings at all and some two or three came in. But what kept me going was just, you know, the fact that every now and then I work hard and suddenly, yeah, we'll book you. Are you free? You know, October 18, 2021, boom. And that confidence went up. I think for the most part, going back to that confidence thing, knowing that you're good at something and knowing that there's something you can do that most people can't and no one can ever take away from you, um, it's enough to, to keep you going. But I say if you're trying something and it doesn't work out and you're not even 100% sure if you even like it or, or should be doing that in the first place, um, I say giving up is not the end of the world because at least you tried and you can't really figure out what you want to do or enjoy doing in life until you figure out what you don't like at the end of the day. It's all about trial and error. 
And for, for the people who are listening, even if folks may want to get into what you do, mm-hmm. what are your must-haves or what are what what knowledge must you have? What must you do to make sure yeah. that you start right? Yeah, if you're going to have to start right, you might not want to hear it. But if you don't have a good portfolio, you're going to have to do some free work. You're just going to have to really put yourself out there, whether it I mean, I think working with people like you, Kim, people who are entrepreneurial, who are just starting out, you know, for example, with a kind of a venture, a podcast or maybe someone who's doing, you know, YouTube or something to Um, Basically, what I'm saying is just collaborate with other artists and kind of entrepreneurs and people who you think could complement each other's services, Um, because that's what you need. You just in order for other people to pay you for something, you just have to prove that a you can do it yourself and b you can do it every single time um, and that with that same quality. So once you've got that portfolio. You just got to shopping around, you know, advertise, put yourself out there on social media, be consistent with what you do. And once people know. Um, that that's what it is. It's just kind of getting whatever it is that you want to do out there. So when people think about that service, they think of you and they want to come to you. Um, and that's kind of what happened uh, um, from, from my perspective. It totally makes sense. And as far as 2021 goes, I know you said that you've got your weddings booked up mm-hmm. or whatnot. Uh, what, what else do you see for yourself in 2021 yes. and beyond? Where do you see yourself going from here now that you made that decision, made that pivot? Yeah. Um, at this point, 2021 is all about executing everything that I set my um, set for myself in 2020. And now, um, like, like what you said, it's future planning and preparing for 2022 and beyond. Um, but what I really want to do is be able to have one year where I book 40 weddings, but maybe I only DJ like five or 10 of them, you know, I'm able to have a strong enough team where they can handle it. And I can just kind of take time off to, you know, travel around, see different places. What we're doing here is even though, you know, we're a local company, we're based out of Elkhart, we can literally pack up and set up shopping, you know, California, Florida, New York, and knowing that what we're doing is so good that no matter what region or where we're at, we'll be able to be successful. So yeah, I I just definitely see myself in a city near you in the future. I want to put it that way. Thank you for listening to When I Decided. Feel free to subscribe so you can know when the next episode is out. And follow on Instagram at When I Decided. There you can learn more about each guest, what they do, and connect with them yourself. Also, if you have anyone who you think would be a good person to talk with, or if you have questions for the ones you've already heard, send me a DM on Instagram. Until then, stay positive and don't be afraid to pivot.